Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. It is a fantastic monorail morning, and this is the morning monorail. This is your host, Justin Monorail, and I'm all by me onesie this morning, bringing you a preview of the month of February in Walt Disney World. This is something we used to do back in the olden days of the show. We ended up finding out that I think that we just didn't have a lot of time for it because there was so much news we were covering, so many other things going on, interviews, bringing on our friends, and it kind of got pushed to the side, put on the back burner just a little bit, but we're bringing it back. Why? Because we got to have a show for five days a week now. <laughs> content is important, and this is content that you are getting today. I like to start out by talking a little bit about what the weather's like in the month of February down here in Orlando and, and Lake Buena Vista specifically. So it's warming up. January was a little cold this year, colder than normal. I don't know what you're saying. A lot of you are from colder climates. So there's not much to complain about down here in Florida. But for us, it was Florida cold, okay? We had to, like, put on sweaters. We had to wear pants. We're not used to that. We like wearing shorts or no pants, you know. It is Florida, after all. <laughs> but it is going to warm up a little bit. The temperatures are still going to be mild. It's going to be a little bit rainier than it was in January, possibly. I think they're kind of forecasting maybe 7 to 10 days of rain this month, which is significant because February is a short month and uh, that's, you know, a quarter of the days basically. So, but we are looking at maybe getting a little bit more rain on average. The daytime temperatures should be somewhere in the mid seventies nighttime. It's going to get down to the, maybe the forties, mid forties. Um, and that's just on average. You'll have, of course, you're going to have days that are a little hotter days that are a little, a little cooler, but it should be all right. Should be pretty manageable. These are, these are the kinds of days in Disney where you need to make sure that you've got layers because if you go early in the morning, it could be kind of cool and breezy, but once the sun is out, once the sun is high in the air and not a cloud in the sky, as you might have on you know a, a Florida afternoon, then it might get kind of hot, especially in the sunshine. You're going to want to take off that top turtleneck that you're wearing <laughs> and, and just go with your t-shirt or whatever it may be. Spirit jerseys are good because, you know, they look good on, they look good tied around the waist, and uh, they're never a bad decision unless you don't want to spend that much money because they can be a little expensive. February is the fifth driest month of the year in Orlando. So, you know, somewhere in the middle. Let's talk about crowds. According to touringplans.com, the parks are going to hover around an overall two or three out of ten in terms of total density in the parks. They're predicting a small spike coming up around the Valentine's Day holiday, but that main impact is going to be felt at Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Of course, Epcot's still going to have the uh, International Festival of the Arts going on, and then Magic Kingdom, it's Magic Kingdom. So 
if it gets a little busier, the parks get busier. A little lower in Animal Kingdom, a little lower in Hollywood Studios. Of course, park hopping is back. So after 2 o'clock, all bets are off. Who knows where those people are going. But uh, that's what Touring Plans is forecasting for now. In terms of attraction refurbishments, let's call up those refurbishment skeletons. We're bringing them back. Magic Kingdom, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, the People Mover, still down. It closed down March of last year, and, and it's, you know, getting dangerous, cl- dangerously close to being out for a year. Uh, that's pretty sad, because it's a lot of people's favorite attraction in Tomorrowland, maybe even favorite in the Magic Kingdom, depending on the person. I love the People Mover. I miss it terribly. I'm sad. I feel like I only maybe rode it a couple times in the year of 2020. We got to get that thing back going. We need it. And I know they've been testing it. I know they've been working on it. But uh, definitely want the People Mover to come back and come back strong. In addition, we've got the Liberty Square Riverboat that went down October 5th of 2020. Tom Sawyer Island also went down October 5th of 2020. Both of those, I mean, right now the the rivers of America has been drained. You can see the track that the Liberty Square Riverboat typically goes on. It's, it's pretty neat to look at. It's a little peek behind the curtain that you don't typically see. But, uh, you know, they're, they're doing some refurbs. So right now we don't know exactly when those are coming back. But if you're expecting, you know, coming to the parks in February, maybe March, I don't think I'd plan on riding the riverboat or going over to Tom Sawyer Island anytime soon. We mentioned it last week, but the Hall of Presidents is officially down for refurb as of January the 20th, 2021. This is, of course, we assume because of the change in sitting president that uh, Joe Biden will be added to the attraction. We don't necessarily know what form Hall of Presidents will be coming back in. Who knows if they change it? We expect it's just going to be the standard edition of adding the new president and you know maybe he reads some of his inauguration speech or whatever that may be. Jumping over to Epcot, the Turtle Talk with Crush is down. It went down 6 uh, 20 of 2020, so June 20th. Still no anticipated date of when that's coming back. Additionally, I wanted to mention this just because it kind of closed unexpectedly and hasn't come back. The Tangerine Cafe closed in August of 2020, still hasn't come back, and, and no currently forecasted date for the return of the Tangerine Cafe. You know, there's other things that are closed down in Epcot. Just, you know, we've got construction walls everywhere. Interventions is a shell of its former self. Um, all sorts of things changing in Epcot. So this is an abbreviated list in addition to other things that are closed because of COVID, like shows and such. But... Just wanted to highlight those two things. In Hollywood Studios, the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular is still closed. It closed in June of last year. Also, all of the activities and attractions in Star Wars Launch Bay, those are closed, haven't come back, no prediction on what's going on in the future there. And the Voyage of the Little Mermaid show is closed as well, closed in June, hasn't come back. I don't think it will be. I think it's permanently closed. I wonder about Star Wars Launch Bay. That could be another thing that's just uh, closed and may not return, which is somewhat unfortunate, but I, I do think they can do different things with that space. There's a lot of room over there, and you know, I've been predicting an increase in Pixar presence in the studios, and maybe that's what we get. That's what I'm hoping for, but we'll see. The Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, that along with the Beauty and the Beast live on stage, the Frozen Forever After sing-along, all that sort of thing, a lot of that was impacted by the... Uh, I don't want to say disputes, but the the hangups and discussions and that Disney was having with the uh, Actors Equity Union, they got past all that, and they were bringing actors back to work. I'm not sure exactly why 
Epic hasn't been brought back just yet. I assume they've had plenty of time to update the theater and the seating for the necessary protocols, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they don't want to do that. And I will say it makes a pretty big difference because when you, when you're increasing capacity in the parks, you don't have these shows for people to go sit down and watch. Then it, uh, creates a little more congestion because Epic is a people eater and, uh, it's not open right now. So looking forward to that coming back. I always enjoyed that show and I hope it comes back at animal kingdom. I listed a few more things over here just just to keep in mind if you're coming to the parks you may not be aware that these things are not open at the moment the boneyard which is a playground for the kids where they can kind of climb around and get out some energy while the parents chill out that's been closed since june as well we don't know when that's coming back but that's a high touch area i would imagine that it's not going to come back until we're well on our way to getting this covid thing under control the dino diner also has been closed since june Festival of the Lion King is still closed, but they say it's coming back in the summer. I don't think we have a solid date for the return of that show, but they've been talking about it on Disney Parks blog. We know the show's going to change a little bit. We know the seating's going to change. Can't wait for that to be back. I'm hoping that it comes back maybe in May May time frame, I hope. Finding Nemo the Musical, still closed. Closed since June. Pizzafari, still closed. Pizzafari family-style dining. Uh, Tusker House, still closed. Up, A Great Bird Adventure, still closed. It shut down. You know, they, they brought it back, and uh, they were doing the... I can't remember what they were calling it. It was a different bird show, Feathered Friends in Flight or something. I don't know what it was called, but we saw it. Um, a subtraction of the the Up theming and, and just the birds, and I think that's still going on. I don't think the Up Great Bird Adventure is coming back as it was. I would be surprised if they brought it back. They're doing a show now that's different, focuses on the birds, focuses on the, you know, the trainers and being able to tell the, tell the folks about the birds and watch them do their thing. I think they should just stick to that personal opinion. Kali River Rapids is down, uh, closed January 3rd. It will be back April the 2nd, 2021. In my opinion, not that big of a deal. I, I rarely ever even think about riding Kali River Rapids. Number one, I don't want to get wet. Number two. I don't know. I just don't think there's a lot going on with that ride. Yeah, I mean, it can be fun. The rapids are fun, but, uh, you know, I I think that ride really suffered when they kind of cut the story out of it. And for me, when I go to Disney, I like my rides to have stories. I enjoy that. That's kind of the draw, you know, not going to a county fair, not going to Six Flags. Give me a story. Give me the details. Give me the theming. That's what you're good at, Disney, and that's what I want to see. That's why Collie River Rapids has never been up there for me. I... I maybe have ridden it twice in my life. Come at me, bros. If you if you love the Kali River Rapids, I would tell you to go to Dollywood. They've got a ride called the River Rampage. More fun, but, you know, maybe I'm biased. I grew up going to Dollywood, so. All right, let's get on to special events for the month of February. There's not really that much going on. Typically, we would have the Princess Half Marathon Weekend, but that has been canceled. It's all going to be virtual this year. Um, anything that's going on in terms of those marathons, they're really not doing a lot of run Disney stuff, um, especially not in the parks. Normally, there's a lot of things going on at the ESPN Wide World of Sports, but that is really not happening uh, this year either. So that's somewhat unfortunate, but it also means the crowds are smaller uh, because they're not drawing those people in for the extra events in February. The International Festival of the Arts will continue in Epcot through February 22nd, so that's still going on. I would encourage you to go check that out. It's very cool. The food is great. There's a lot of really good things to do. I feel like it's sad that this particular festival isn't longer 
because I think it's really strong. But uh, we just recently, the last time we went to Epcot, McKenna and I did the Animation Academy and we got to draw Woody. If you're following us on Instagram, <laughs> I did post our picture up there and one of us is much better at drawing the other. I'm not going to say who. You could probably figure it out, but go check out our pictures of Woody and let us know what you think. But there's a lot of things going on with the Festival of the Arts that you can choose to participate in. Again, going through February 22nd, if you've got admission to Epcot, this is included. It's not like a hard ticket thing. You just get to participate in it because you're at Epcot. If you want to do the scavenger hunt, you got to pay for that. There are certain things you have to pay a little more for. If you want to get the food, the food's not included. You got to pay for the food. <laughs> Disney's not going to give you free food, typically. So you do have to pay for that. But other than that, it's included. You get to look at art. That's free. They don't charge you for looks. <laughs> but it is fun. Really enjoy the festival. So hope you get to check that out as well. Will Remy's Ratatouille Adventure open in February? I hope so. I don't know. It would be great if it does. They're teasing us. They're letting us inch ever closer. McKenna and I got to walk around in the expansion of France. It's beautiful over there. Great views. Right by the water, you can see the friendship boats coming in. You can watch the Skyliner fly over. They've filled that area with flowers, and they've got a couple different murals on the walls on the side of the buildings that could be Instagram walls. There's a beautiful bathroom. <laughs> and we need that creperie to open up. It's going to have some delicious crepes. I don't know. We haven't seen the menu yet, but I'm expecting they'll be sweet and savory. That's just my prediction. The last thing I wanted to mention is a little something that I picked up on uh, a Disney release. And uh, this is interesting. It's, it's a little addition for the month of February, which is, of course, Black History Month. So the headline is, Celebrate Soulfully in February at Walt Disney World Resort. Beginning in February, Walt Disney World Resort will unveil several new experiences inviting guests to celebrate soulfully at the most magical place on Earth. Coinciding with and extending beyond February's Black History Month, these offer offerings honor black heritage and culture through music, food, art, and more. So we've mentioned before, the soul of jazz is coming to the American Adventure. This will deb debut on Monday. It's just yesterday it debuted and continue beyond the end of the month at the American Adventure inside Epcot, featuring Joe Gardner from Disney and Pixar's Soul. This new exhibit showcases historic artifacts of famous jazz musicians, inviting guests on a musical tour of the United States to learn about this colorful, inspiring, and constantly evolving genre of music. You can also celebrate soulfully at Disney Springs. Celebrate Soulfully at Disney Springs brings together several new offerings debuting in February at the Walt Disney World Shopping, Dining, and Entertainment District. With jazz-inspired performances, new art displays, special food and menus, and more, there's something for everyone. Featured will be four new art displays inspired by Disney Pixar's Soul, created by emerging black artists B. Harris, Bianca Pastel, Arrington Porter, or Arrington Porter, and Corey Van Lu. Originally developed in collaboration with Disney and Pixar as part of the Hue Unlimited collection of wearable art, the work reflects each artist's interpretation of the film. Three evenings per week, Motown Mondays, Jazz Thursday, and Smooth Sundays, musicians will perform throughout Disney Springs playing tunes sure to stir the soul. In addition, select dining locations will feature special menu items including Amaret's Patisserie, offering treats inspired by soul, and Walt Disney Animation Studios' The Princess and the Frog. Also at Disney Springs, several retail locations will spotlight products from black designers, artists, and visionaries. Then at select Disney hotels, Movies Under the Stars 
As part of the Movies Under the Stars program, select Disney Resort hotels throughout the month of February will show films celebrating black culture, such as The Princess and the Frog. These complimentary movie screenings are available to guests of Disney Resort hotels, offering relaxing evening entertainment for the whole family in serene outdoor settings. So a lot of cool things coming to the parks to celebrate soul, to celebrate jazz, and to enhance the experience and education of all of us throughout Black History Month, the month of February. So I hope you get to participate in some of that. It sounds like some really cool things happening at Disney Springs. We're definitely going to have to go check that out. And if we do, we will share that with you right here on the podcast. All right. So that's been about 15 minutes of me rambling. I know that's probably more than any of you want to hear just me talking. And uh, I'm going to wrap things up for today. But happy February. Happy 2021 again, everybody. We're, we're getting through this. We're chugging along. And, uh, you know, things are brighter in the future. Warm weather's coming. The vaccine is coming. Everything's coming. And we're all going to be back in the most magical place on Earth together very, very soon. Hope you have a great Tuesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow morning because guess what? It is time for M34D to take the stage. On Wednesday, Landon will join me and we will discuss the living seas in Epcot. Can't wait to dive into that one. Hey, <laughs> until then, have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all.